0: Search for Slaycation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to know what it's like to hang out with MS-13 in El Salvador? How the Russian Mafia fought battles all over Brooklyn in the 1990s? Or what about that time I got lost in the Burmese jungle hunting the world's biggest meth lab? Or why the Japanese Yakuza have all those crazy dragon tattoos? I'm Sean Williams. And I'm Danny Golds. And we're the hosts of the Underworld Podcast. We're journalists that have traveled all over, reporting on dangerous people and places. And every week, we'll be bringing you a new story about organized crime from all over the world. We know this stuff because we've been there, we've seen it, and we've got the near misses and embarrassing tales to go with it. We'll mix in reporting with our own experiences in the field, and we'll throw in some bad jokes while we're at it. The Underworld Podcast explores the criminal underworlds that affect all of our lives, whether we know it or not. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Scary Mysteries, Twisted 2s, S.S. Orang Madan and Brabant Killers. Tales of hauntings, murder, and scary mysteries. Every single week, Twisted 2s dives into a pair of uniquely terrifying true stories that are worthy of a more in-depth look. This week, we check out the mysterious case of the S.S. Urang Madan and the terrorist group known as the Brabant Killers. Get ready for Scary Mysteries, Twisted 2s. Number 1. S.S. Urang Medan For generations, people have heard of legendary ghost ships like the Mary Celeste and the Flying Dutchman, but few may have heard of the S.S. Oorang Medan. Dismissed by some people as a hoax or legend, there's no denying the story of this ship is a terrifying one. It started in 1947 with a radioed SOS signal. Multiple ships traversing the heavy sea route along the Straits of Malacca managed to receive the message, and it said, All officers, including the captain, are dead. Lying in chart room and bridge, possible whole crew dead. A cryptic Morse code followed afterwards with one other message that simply said, I die. After that last message was received, everything went silent. Two American ships and a British and Dutch post heard the signal and were able to triangulate its origins, deducing that it was likely coming from a Dutch freighter called the SS Orang Medan. The closest ship to the area was the American merchant ship named the Silver Star. It immediately traveled to the scene hoping to assist the incapacitated freighter. When they approached, they saw no signs of life on deck. They assembled a boarding party and left the Silver Star. On board the SS Rang Madan, the deck was littered with dead bodies of the crew, their eyes wide open, arms outstretched as if they died defending themselves from an unknown assailant. The captain's body was on the bridge and most of the other victims were found in the chart room and wheelhouse. Their faces bore the same frozen terror as the others. Below deck, it was the same situation. Members of the Silver Star noted it was much colder below, even though it was nearly 100 degrees outside. Even if all signs pointed to the fact that the crew struggled during their deaths, they couldn't find any signs of foul play or injury. They also couldn't see any damage done to the vessel itself. After scouting, the Silver Star captain decided to tow the fallen ship to shore. They tethered the Ourang Madan, but that's when they noticed smoke emanating from its lower deck. They barely had time to cut it when the SS Orang Medan exploded. The blast was so strong that it lifted the boat partly from the water before sinking it completely. Soon word of the disaster and discovery began circulating on the trade routes. In one account published by the United States Coast Guard, the Dutch crew of the Orang Medan was described as having frozen faces upturned to the sun, staring as if in fear. The mouths were gaping open and the eyes staring. Even now, no one knows exactly what happened to that Dutch crew. There are those that theorize the ship may have been carrying deadly cargo, a mix of potassium cyanide and nitroglycerin to be exact. These volatile materials are already deadly in the most secure laboratories, but in the open sea inside a cargo hold made it a disaster waiting to happen. Some also say that the ship may have been used to smuggle nerve gas or a biological weapon created by the notorious faction called Unit 731. It was headed by the brilliant but misguided Japanese bacteriologist Shiro Ishii. The unit created deadly biological weapons and used human guinea pigs to test them. When Japan lost the war, General MacArthur then gave Shiro immunity in exchange for information about the program and research they had done. The weapons, or something similar, could have been smuggled en route to the United States using the SS Urang Medan when disaster struck. Of course, this deadly possibility isn't the only theory. Others say the ship and its crew may have encountered a natural disaster like a methane gas blow-up, which immediately killed everyone. However, this makes it difficult to explain the explosion later on. Finally, some believe a more sinister force was at work, and that the doomed ship encountered something paranormal, or even a hostile group of aliens that chose to kill them. Whatever the truth may be, the story of the SS Urang Madan still continues to baffle people today, and so far, there are no solid answers as to what exactly killed the crew. Number 2. Brabant Killers Between 1982 and 1985, the small city of Brabant, Belgium, was terrorized by a group of violent individuals. Believed to be the work of a gang, the crime spree resulted in 28 deaths and up to 40 injured individuals. These killers started their crime spree on March 13, 1982, when two men were seen robbing a store. More crimes followed, including stealing of food, wine, and firearms... Their September 30th robbery resulted in the death of one police officer and caused serious injury to others who responded. Meanwhile, their final crime spree for 1982 was the robbery of a restaurant where they stole wine and coffee. They held the owner hostage and tortured him before finally killing him. In 1983, the group continued to terrorize towns in the province committing armed robberies and killing people randomly during almost every single month of that year. In 1984, they had a cooling-off period and had no recorded criminal activity, but they sprung again in 1985, and in a way that was more violent than ever. They performed several armed robberies, killing and injuring innocent people along the way. Their last known act was on November 9, 1985, where they raided a supermarket. Even though it was outside the area the gang usually operated in, They managed to take in less than $25,000, but killed eight people, including two children in the process. The gang indiscriminately killed anyone who even dared look at them. Despite the subsequent shootout and police chase that happened, not a single person was apprehended for the crimes and none of the killers were ever brought to justice. Even more baffling is after the incident, they were never heard from again. So who are these killers, and will they ever be captured? During the investigation, police were able to piece together witness testimony. It's believed that the gang had three main leaders. One person, who was dubbed as the Giant, because of his stature. The other was the Killer, because he was the one most often seen shooting people. And then there was the old man, who was identified as the Getaway Driver. During the various attacks, they would bring in different henchmen, making it difficult for them to be singled out and recognized. What's odd about this group is that money never seemed to be the motive for their robberies. The amount of cash they stole was too small to warrant the risks, and during their 1985 crime spree, they would randomly kill bystanders and children cowering on the floor for no reason other than to end their lives. It's also believed there may have been a skilled mechanic among them as the stolen vehicles they grabbed were always modified to prevent identification. Theories about these individuals remain nothing but conjecture today. Some speculate the crimes were only done to hide a possible assassination of a prominent figure, and others say there was a conspiracy with law enforcement that prevented the killers from being identified and arrested. It's possible the group had communist ties as well and that their main intention was simply to terrorize and not accumulate wealth. Nevertheless, no one has ever been fully charged with these horrific crimes. The police currently hold one DNA profile they believe to belong to a main member of the group, but so far, no match has been found. So there were two of the most mysterious and violent stories around. The world can be a crazy place, and Twisted Twos is sure to show you why. If you enjoyed this video, then please remember to subscribe to our channel. Thanks to everyone that has subscribed so far, we really appreciate that support. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you next week.